0: This episode is sponsored by Adele Learning Lab. Are you looking to elevate your company training to the next level? Does your team find training boring and monotonous? Well, enter Adele. Adele Learning Lab incorporates fun into every training event. Since 2005, Adele's mission is to understand the optimal conditions for the brain to absorb learning content. Adele understands the neuroscience behind learning that tells us that our brains like to have fun and be relaxed when learning something new. Adele breaks the mold of traditional in-person and online training programs and replaces it with strategies designed to enhance the learner's educational experience and ultimately your bottom line. Adele Learning Lab is honored to have worked with Deloitte, the Association of Corporate Counsel, the National Association of Enrolled Agents, the Virginia Society of CPAs, and many other outstanding organizations. Schedule your free consultation today and elevate your professional training, education, and your bottom line by visiting AdeleLearningLab.com. That's A-D-E-L-E LearningLab.com. Welcome to the Office Flip Flops podcast. My name is Francesca Zampaglione, and I am a CPA turned stylist, confidence builder, resilience connoisseur, and my love for coffee exceeds my love for high heels. Each week, you'll hear tips about how others confidently present themselves. This podcast is going to be your superpower for your life and career success. Let's dive in. Hey everybody, it's Francesca. Welcome back. Welcome to Office Flip Flops Podcast. And if you're new to the show, welcome and thank you so much for being here. I love doing this show, bringing back people, which is what I did today for today's episode. Craig Laundis and I worked together when I was an undergrad. He was the dean of students there and I was a resident assistant. And the reason why I brought him back, everybody, is because... He is at the Penn Medicine Experience. For those of you who don't know, uh, the University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia is an incredible healthcare system, and he is responsible for a lot of things, but he takes care of people in a way that I admire so much. And what we talk about today, I think is for all of us, because we are all in a strange time In trying to find ways to keep us happy. There's so much on the news, you guys. There's so much bad stuff. There's some good stuff too, and that's what I'm pulling through in this episode. You know, it's the power of talking with strangers and how that brings us happiness. My friends, without further ado, Craig Loundis. For sure, I'm the luckiest person on the planet because today I have Craig Loundis with me. For those of you who might've missed it, my interview with Craig last year is the, and still is to today, the top-ranked episode of all Office Flip-Flop time. So I had to bring him back because he's such a wealth of love and inspiration. Craig, please uh, remind the guest who you are today.
1: Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Craig Loundis. I am the Associate Vice President for the Penn Medicine Experience at Penn Medicine. And uh, in my prior life, Francesca and I, we worked together. I was the Dean of Students at Widener University, where she was an awesome student leader and resident assistant.
0: Well, thank you. And, you know, you might not think that somebody would remember that, but Craig has an incredible memory. And we were just talking about that in the green room, like when the last time we did this, he remembers everything. Your level of detail, Craig, is mind-blowing. So for those who know you, they are not going to disagree. But we talk, We decided to talk about something pretty interesting today, didn't we?
1: We did, Yes. Yeah. So kind of you know, it's funny, but if you want to call it like talking with strangers, but that's funny, I recall, you know, as a Dean of Students back when you were there, um, Francesca and Widener, and I would talk to parents in orientation and I would say to them, you've told your kids all along not to talk to strangers and now you're going to be dropping your kid off at college and you're going to say to them, have you met anybody? And, you know, (laughs) how do you actually learn to connect with people? And actually, you know, on the college campus, so, you know, it's different people come there and they're excited and they want to meet people, but kind of what I want to talk about today a little bit around, is just kind of like, you know, what are those moments of people that we may never see again, that we can connect even for two or three minutes, um, or maybe we do see them again, but it's it's really in in, in a way that would be safe um, right. to really kind right. of the, the power of, of meeting people that you don't normally talk to.
0: And I love that so much, Craig, because today, I know I am craving connectivity, right? We had a little bit of a hiatus because of the pause, but we couldn't have that human in-person interaction. And in the episode that you and I recorded together, you offered some great tips on how to do it virtually. Now we're offering additional ways to do it in person, which I think is just us being authentic, genuine selves. So in fact, my friends, I should mention that Craig did even some research because we know he's right, but it's always great to back you know, our conversations with uh, research. So talk to me a little bit about what you found in that research, Craig. Yeah.
1: So there's a great article that was in the Atlantic that's called The Surprising Benefit of Talking to Strangers, right? Uh, and just that, you know, the results of the research um, tells us that talking with strangers can make us happier, more connected to our communities, mentally sharper, healthier, less lonely, and more trustful and optimistic. Mm. You know, it's mm. funny, and last night I was walking my dog in Ocean City, you know, uh, and I ended up taking a route I don't normally take, just kind of trying to jazz it up a little bit, and um, I was walking down 2nd and Simpson in Ocean City, and this house had a Widener flag on it, and there was yeah. an older woman, and I would say that, at me being 63, I would say she's probably in her 80s, and she was on her front porch, and I had my dog, and she said, hello, and I said, hey, are you a Widener family, and she said, my granddaughter just graduated, and um we talked for maybe two or three minutes she thought my dog was cute we ended up saying you know what a great experience she had had at Widener about being on a smaller campus and I said I wish your granddaughter well and she said maybe I'll see you again and you know off I went down to keep walking um but I think those are the kind of things and I came back to my house and told my wife that this had happened so just kind of it goes back to that little bit of endorphin like just having the connection and certainly you know Sometimes I think we tend to keep our, our heads down, you know, and this whole article talks about just basically being open to what you see. And I'll give you just even an example from from today. So every Monday we run a new employee orientation program for Penn Medicine, typically between 50 and 150 employees who are brand new starting that day. And you yeah. probably can guess, Francesco, what's when people arrive early on the earliest side, guess the guess what they take out when they, they sit down to their seats? They take out their Coffee and other devices, they're They're smart, right? right.
0: And they're smart devices, right? Right, and
1: they're sitting there by themselves, you know, and everyone kind of comes in. So, I am part of the leadership team for that program, and I just walk in, I'm like, you know, why don't you just go ahead and meet somebody new today? And people end up, and I think they almost need sometimes permission to do that. And I Mm. get it sometimes, you know, like if I am waiting for something, I'll take out my phone and I'll look and see what's happening in the news. But I think sometimes it becomes a little bit of just kind of a, you know, to say a crutch, but a you know, behavior that you would have in terms of being able, rather than interacting with somebody. Because I think we have gone through this time in the pandemic where we haven't really been you know, catching up as much in person. Right. So right. You know, it's, it's fun to do that. Um, and I think that's where it, it does definitely give you that sense of connection with, with people.
0: Right. I feel like we've had to relearn this behavior, right, Craig? Because like you said, the first thing we do, and in fact, someone who I recently interviewed, he said pretty much the same thing, you know, kind of like when we look down, we have a closed body language, right? And it doesn't seem as if we would be easy to get along with. So let's look up and open up. And then we appear more friendly just from that posture change, right?
1: Yeah. And it's not like it's, this isn't really like a new thing. Like, you know, that's, my my grandmother, um, who died before I was born, she was a Swedish immigrant. She was a housekeeper, um, and she would take the bus from 69th Street out to um, her, you know, client, client's it fancy, you know, her homeowner's homes to clean their houses. Right. Um, and uh, my dad would say that she would make a friend on the bus every day, you know, and oh. this is in the 40s and 50s, right? So, so part of this isn't really new, but I think sometimes it's it's a little bit around, like, are we making an intentional decision to say, you know what, I'm going to talk to somebody? You know, we were, um, you know, chatting earlier about just even like waiting in line in Starbucks and making a, you know, having a compliment to the barista and having something that that's the way, it, you're you're making that person's day a little more interesting and vice versa. I am um,
0: right.
1: I'm nursing a, a broken thumb and I have a little split on my hand and I was at Wawa just last Wednesday and um, the cashier said to me, "How's your hand feeling?" I mean, the cashier I didn't know and I said, "Oh, wow. actually, I'm, I I graduated from a cast to a splint. I'm doing really well. Thanks. He's like, ah, oh, it looks like it hurts. You know, it, it took no effort. It, he kept cashiering. I kept buying my coffee. It took no more time, but right. it's memorable, you know, and yeah. I think we're, you know, in, in the world that, in the world that I work in at Penn Medicine, you know, we hope then that we, our employees are making those same kind of connections. You know, people come to us because we have, you know, best in the world clinical care, but it's the mm-hmm. friendly person at the front desk. It's the physician that asked you how your drive-in was. It is, um, somebody complimenting you on a piece of clothing or jewelry that we right. know kind of makes a better connection with our with our patients and families.
0: It's human. And it's how, and, and I'm listening to you with these fantastic examples in the coffee line. I love to do that, talking with the barista. In fact, I shared with you that I make really good friends with my barista. I even ask for their cell phone number so we can stay in touch if it's always the same person, right? right? Um, so we build relationships very quickly. Um, and, and, I, and it's such a great endorphin building feeling, right? Because then you just carry on for the rest of the day with that generous feeling, right?
1: Yeah, it is. Again, sometimes it's, you know, sometimes they do repeat sometimes and sometimes they might be a one time only. And I'll, I'll tell you a really like touching for me repeat story is that um, in the crazy year of 2020, one of my sons was very ill and was in the hospital several times and, uh, and is doing fine now uh, in case he's listening, uh, but he had been readmitted through the emergency room. And, um, mm. uh, so I went to see him and this was during, you know, this was during tough times during COVID a really restricting visitation. And, um, he's like, oh, can you go, can you go to my house and get my phone charger for me? Right. So I left it was at night, I left the hospital. I drive back to my son's house. I meet his fiance. She gives me the phone charger. I come back to the hospital and there's a security guard there and i'm actually i'm in plain clothes i'm not looking like i work there right, uh, right. i said to the security guard i'm like I-, I had to run home and get my son's charger he needs it i'm so sorry you know he's been having some complications from surgery and and the security guard was like you're good go ahead bring it to him um and so then like two days later i'm coming back from the hospital on a sunday i think i probably have jeans and a t-shirt on and the same security guard says to me how's your son oh you know, just like makes you just wanna, you know, gets tears to your eyes, but it's just kind of, and I said, you've got a great memory. He said, well, I remember talking to you, remember? And he ended up telling me a little bit about um, his, a personal story with him with some health history and how he had gotten through and basically gave me a pep talk. Keep in mind, he didn't know that I worked at pet Medicine. Um, wow, and, just to, that's... and of course, and I've seen him maybe two times since then in the past couple of years. And I've said to him, you know, you're great at what you do. And he's like, it's just, he's, and but he said, it makes my job easier if I remember people and their journeys, and this is a young guy working as a security guard. And he just, he said he loves the interactions. The same thing around, it's not just good for us, it's good for the other person too, because mm. it's, it's making some connections. And I think, you know, at a time when you're having to enforce visitation policies in a hospital, to be able to kind of connect with people makes his endorphin kick in too.
0: Right? I love these positive like what an incredible story of light that this person serves, right? Sometimes, you know, we demean our positions because it's not like, doesn't have a fancy title, but you just proved to me, it doesn't matter, right? The energy is what matters and the paying attention and the awareness, like, yeah, it does bring tears to your eyes when you go back and you're like, wow, he remembered me. That's so cool because you know what, Craig, we do want to be seen and, and be heard, right? We're human. So let's just embrace that and, you know, carry on with our theme of talking to strangers, right? So, you know, coffee line, grocery store line, wherever there's people now, because we're all out again. Yay.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. It's really kind of like this, like, you know, it's kind of like a hidden source of like belonging and happiness, right? That you can actually create that, you know, you're creating it one moment. And I don't want people to be listening, going like, wow, you know if I'm riding the subway for two stops, do I need to say hello to somebody? No, we're not saying, you know, we're right. not saying that, but it's really looking at the time and the place. And I don't know whether, I typically am not an airplane talker with my mm. seatmate. Like I wouldn't say that's my regular thing to do, but I've had some really great conversations with people on sure. airplanes um, and just, you know, whether it's small talk or with sports teams or ended up sitting with a guy flying to Florida who was, um, it's funny, he ordered he ordered a cocktail at 10 o'clock in the morning on the plane. This Boy. is and, and he said to me, like, he's like, I'm really a nervous flyer. Um, and I'm so sorry. He's don't don't think less of me. And we ended up like talking the whole way. We're talking about he worked in lawn care. We talked about lawns and and we and he's when we got to Florida, he's like, You made my trip so much easier just by making small talk because I hate to fly. Yeah, and it wasn't, but you know, it was my normal way to do things, but like we had a lot of fun. So I think there's ways that you've got to figure out for yourself what is the time and the place? Like, you know.
0: What is the time? Yeah. You
1: know, the barista doesn't want to have a five-minute conversation with you when the line's long behind you, right? But you
0: exactly,
1: can, you can yeah. create moments and sometimes those moments are repetitive over time. Sometimes it might just be one thing you do. So it's really, it's just a matter of, you know, knowing time and place and, you know, and having, you know, ha- keeping your eyes open, putting your cell phone down and having a conversation.
0: I love that so much because my, my next quick question for you is as you lift these people like this person on the plane who was nervous doesn't it lift you too right that's yeah. the reciprocity right that's this beautiful circle that we're explaining here is as we share with others it comes back and it right. lifts so us it, as
1: well right it helps improve your improve your own mood as well right and I think you know like I think everyone, has a story. We don't always know everyone's story, but we kind of, we get bits and pieces of it, right? So, um, you know, so perhaps next time I'm, you know, walking my dog, you know, there's people that you can chat with and you learn a little bit about them. And I think that makes your, your world a little bigger.
0: Oh, well, I love this so much. And, you know, in all of these great travels, my friend, do you have like a particular piece of clothing or accessory how does it make you feel like your favorite, like what really resonates with you?
1: This would, this will warm your heart because it goes back to Italy. But um, my, my wife and I were in Florence in 2017 with a group of friends. uh, And we were in this store and they had these awesome leather jackets and we looked at each other. We're like, come on, like, this is our first time, my first time in Florence. So we bought similar but not matching leather jackets hers is actually burgundy mine's blue but just kind of just it just kind of you feel like that extra little bit of um, when you put it on so um i don't wear it all the time but i've you know it's just kind of like a fun piece to put on and has a little bit of a story behind it
0: i bet and i bet that leather feels like butter like yeah. it's probably so smooth am i right i'm gonna have to meet that jacket someday craig and Dana's exactly. as well <laughs> i'll make a special trip um to your home but this has just been, I feel enlightened just having this conversation with you. I feel lighter. But if someone wanted to continue the conversation with you, Craig, where's the best place for them to find you and connect with you?
1: So probably LinkedIn is the best way. It's Craig Loudis, L-O-U-N-D-A-S. I'm the only one on there for sure. Um, so you can go ahead and connect through LinkedIn. I'd be happy to have a conversation.
0: Well, your conversations are always so great. So I'll be sure to put that in the show notes for everyone. I think you're incredible. Um, I love you. I love your stories, and I thank you for your time today, Craig. Okay,
1: thanks. Great talking to you, Francesca.
0: Always. Thanks. Craig is great, isn't he? You know, when I reached out to him and I asked him to come back on the show. It's kind of like you knew exactly what we all needed to hear. And he did some research, which I do link in the show notes, my friends, because it is a great article, continuing to support the notion of talking with strangers and helping people feel better. Right. So here are my top three takeaways of my time with Craig today. Number one, talking with strangers can make us happier, more connected to our communities, mentally sharper, less lonely, more trustful and optimistic. How about that? Number two, to create connection with others, be aware of your posture. Put away your cell phone and be open to what you see and meet somebody new today. And number three, make an intentional decision to make friends. It takes no effort or extra time and it's memorable, right? These moments are a hidden source of belonging and happiness. It isn't that a special treat for us to treasure for ourselves, to pay it forward and to the person who we're meeting with that day? So my friends, you know, I'd like to end with a challenge or a bonus, and today it's a challenge. And it's pretty much what Craig suggested to him, what he opened up to in the beginning of the episode, you know, take a different route today, or perhaps find a way to connect with people with a stranger while you're either standing in line, you're sitting on a bus or public transportation or walking or walking with your dog, right? And find a point of connection that makes the both of you smile. I love this. I love being able to share these little tidbits because I do keep them in mind as I go on my walks and I hope that you do too. That's the impact that I'm trying to do with this show, my friends. Take care of yourselves today. It is pretty hot here in the Northeast and from what I can tell across the world and the globe. Uh, If you really like the show, I'd love it if you could share it. You can share this episode or just tell somebody about the show. I love being able to share the love and the wisdom that I get to experience every single day. I'll see you next time. And that's our show. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed it, please take a second right now and subscribe and share this with your friends too. And while you're there, leave a review with your biggest takeaway today. We come out with a new episode every Thursday morning and you don't want to miss it. Okay, my friends, embrace your superpower and wrap yourself in something that shows your confidence. I'll see you next time.